terrible TV and movies. Oh, yes, and I'm excited. We've got Doc Slees and Frank Edward Nora right here, pre-recorded for our listening and entertaining and informative stuff like that there. I am PQ River. Welcome once again, uh, and glad you're back. Or perhaps you're new. We do get we do get some stragglers who uh, eventually make it to this place. And if you are one of them, uh, welcome. There's nothing like the Overnight Scape Central. Keep your ears peeled. You never know what's going to happen next. As uh, And you could have been here. And I'll tell you all about how that works at the end of the show. But each and every week, we posit a topic that anyone can send in a contribution to address. And um, that's how this show goes. It runs on uh, the fuel of others and my uh, witty repartee comments, comebacks, and uh, yeah, right. Uh, what makes this show is you. And uh, this week, the you is uh, Doc Slees and Frank Edward Nora. And we're all going to talk about terrible, terrible movies and TV. And uh, this was uh, inspired by recently, uh, I have friends that I watch movies with here and there. And it was my turn to pick a movie and I really thought about it hard and I remembered this movie called Nothing But Trouble uh, that I had seen back in the 80s and uh, uh, nobody ever talked about it nobody ever and yeah it was weird and quirky but yeah I'm gonna talk a little bit about Nothing But Trouble and other really abysmally terrible films that uh, for one reason or another I have enjoyed and uh, Doc Slees boy he knows all these uh, awful movies and by the way I have a friend who keeps asking me and I'm not the expert on the real horror weirdy slasher type films but uh, if anybody knows the title of a film it, the basic plot line is a guy with a red dot on his head is the Jason, uh, the, the protagonist killer that everyone is trying to escape from. And I, it's just, what, the Bindi dot killer? I don't know. But uh, if, if this rings a bell, uh, get in touch with me in the comments or uh, drop me an email at our famous email address, which is, as always, kpqr.torc at gmail. Dot com for all things Overnightscape Central related and uh, yeah the, the PQ River related too that's where you find them uh, but let's uh, get this thing going we've got Doc Slees as I mentioned before and uh, let's uh, let's check this out because if there's anybody who has an appreciation for the terrible yeah it's PQ River uh, Doc as ever the question is what criteria do we use to define a film or TV show as being terrible? Is it terrible because it's badly made? I mean, because even something that's poorly made can still have merit. It might have a good idea or other aspects of it might be good. It's just their execution is poor. Is it, does it, is it uh, terrible because its subject matter is perhaps in poor taste 
or jarring. Um, and this could be the case if it's we judge something terrible, something that was made many years ago when um, social norms were different. And to us now as modern audiences, it all looks quite jarring. Um, you know, I've mentioned examples of that before on, on, on my own uh, show with, uh, uh, you know, particularly sitcom, British sitcoms from the 70s scene now. Oh, dear, oh dear, the, the attitudes, particularly um, with regard to women um and sex and so on are um and race indeed uh are oh dear they don't just uh it cause one to right you know to, to raise an eyebrow <laughs> raises both eyebrows and uh sometimes your hair stands on end how on earth do they get away with it but at the time it was considered an acceptable norm and likewise Films and TV series can sometimes see to seem to us um, terrible or bizarre or bad or whatever because they originate from a different culture and those cultural norms they have are different to us. To us it just looks terrible uh, or just bizarre or, or whatever. I mean, you know, I've seen a fair, fair amount of um, Japanese TV dramas actually um the past sort of couple of years and um they are perplexing in many ways even with english subtitles they are they are perplexing in their approach yeah for me as a as a as a as an um an occidental viewer but recently I um I watched something that um I just felt was objectively whichever way you looked at it um it was just terrible <laughs> if you want really terrible um film watching experience I've concluded one must watch Turkish um, made films from the from the seventies, um, a particular type of Turkish film. Um, I was aware of Turkish, the existence of these Turkish film ripoffs of Hollywood and and Western cultural properties. It's only recently I actually saw one all the way through. Now, back in this, I don't know what the situation is now in Turkey, but certainly back in the 70s, um, the enforcement of copyright law, <laughs> intellectual property rights and so on, seemed to be very, very slack to non-existent. Um, so there was a whole slew of movies which ripped off popular the became fame the ones that are best known in the west were the ones that ripped off um there was a they're known in english under the under these parody titles turkish star wars which i have seen a bit of and is 
pretty bloody awful. Um, Turkish Rambo. Um, there's a Turkish Star Trek, interestingly, a Star Trek knockoff film made before Star Trek The Motion Picture, several years before. Um, and that is played as a, deliberately as comedy. Um, and there's this Turkish Superman, you know, Turkish Exorcist. But they go back further than that. Um, these knockoffs, without regard to paying any kind of copyright or anything, go back further to the early 70s when you could find um, things like, I think it's Karate Girl, which is a, a, a clear, it's not a knockoff so much of any specific um, Hong Kong martial arts movie of the period that were, pro that were popular, but it's a Turkish version. It's all shot in Turkey with an entirely Turkish cast. And it's quite terrible. The one I saw is another one from the early 70s and is also quite infamous. Um, it didn't parody any specific Hollywood film of the era or rip out of them off. Instead, it rips off um, a couple of Marvel Comics characters and a Mexican icon. Uh, basically, it's, it's, it's known in English as Turkish Superman, as Turkish Spider-Man. I think its actual Turkish title translates to something like Three Mighty Men. Basically, the film actually is the, the English language is usually known by Turkish Spider-Man is slightly misleading. Strictly speaking, Spider-Man does not feature in the film. However, the villain of the piece is referred to always as the spider, and he dresses just like Spider-Man. He wears a spidey suit, except what would be blue on Spider-Man's suit is green. But otherwise, it's a quite clear knockoff of Spider-Man's suit, and he's the main villain. He's a bad, he's a really unpleasant bad guy, actually. We first meet him when, when um, he and his gang have, have this woman who's betrayed them or something buried up to her neck in, in, in the sand on the beach and they use the outboard propeller of a of a boat's outboard spinning propeller from a boat's outboard motor to, to execute it. It's really quite unpleasant. Uh, you know, blood spattering. You don't actually see the propeller going to you know, only because Turkish special effects <laughs> weren't that good in about circa nineteen seventy one or whenever. Lots of blood spattering about you see though. Anyway, this guy's such a villain. He, he's Turkey's most wanted villain. And he's involved in some kind of racket involving the theft of, of um, an, antiquities and jewellery and whatever. Which then, it seems, is smuggled into the US um, and sold at auction at inflated prices to more of their agents who pay for it using counterfeit money, thereby flooding the US with counterfeit money. And they're also stealing these artifacts from Mexico, which pissed off the Mexicans. So the Mexican and US authorities do the obvious thing, and they send to Turkey 
a couple of troubleshooters in the form of Captain America. And he is indeed clearly meant to be Captain America. He wears the costume. <laughs> Although we're not quite clear on his alter ego when he isn't wearing the, ca- the costume. We, you know, who exactly is he? We, we're not quite clear. Um, and the Mexican Sen, Santo. Yes, Santo the masked wrestler. Except he isn't. Obviously, he's a fake Santo. He's um, some Turkish guy, who, who muscle man, who occasionally puts on a silver mask to grapple with the villains. But actually, unlike the real Santo, spends a lot of the film without his mask on. Because obviously, the actor obviously thought he was a bit handsome by Turkish standards. And uh, <laughs> wanted his face seen, you know. Sorry, I shouldn't be rude about the Turks, but, you know. And usually, uh, you know, lots, lots of moustaches in Turkey. Um, on the men, obviously. Um, you, I mean, if you've seen other films shot in Turkey, which I have, they're, they're always full of hugely moustachioed men. It's a film called White Fire, notorious for that, the, the huge Turkish moustaches on display and that. Even the two lead American actors in it both sport extravagant facial hair. Anyway, I digress. Captain America is accompanied by his girlfriend, who exists in the film solely to get captured every time and in peril so he can come and rescue her. Say Spider, the the Spider, not Spider-Man. You know, he gets up to all sorts of unpleasant things in the film. I mean, he's strangling this woman in in the bath and whatever, and God knows what else in his quest to steal jewellery and whatever. It's part of his nefarious scheme. But what's interesting is um, the the version of Captain America is clearly inspired by the version you saw in the Republic film in Republic films um, Captain America serial, which was released in nineteen forty four, where he's um, he doesn't sport those little wings on his on his helmet, he, and he doesn't sport that shield his shield and um he's more you know he doesn't seem to have any rather like the the, the captain america of, of the um serial who was a crusading da by day um he doesn't seem to have any specific superpowers he just dresses up in a costume and, and beats the shit out of people uh, <laughs> So that's clearly where, where they got they took their cue from for this character. And uh, anyway, anyway, that's the thing with the Spider. He also doesn't seem to have any of the real Spider-Man's, despite looking like him. He doesn't have any of the real Spider-Man's particular powers, except bizarrely. Later on in the film, we find he well, does he have a superpower? Basically, when when Captain America and um, Santo start getting to grips with them and having a fight, they find that every time they kill, apparently kill the spider, um, a double of him appears and starts fighting them all over again. Sometimes there's two of them fighting them simultaneously. Um, <laughs> It's all rather bizarre, and it's not clear 
is he somehow managing to replicate himself? Is that his one and only superpower, which is never explained if it is? Does he simply have a whole army of doubles who quite happily let them, you know, are willing to allow themselves to be beaten to a fatally beaten to a pulp by a Mexican wrestler <laughs> and some dude in a mask? Who knows? Who knows? It's never explained. Yeah, and the climax involves Captain America chasing the spider through this industrial complex and keep apparently killing him only for another version of the spider to appear and laugh maniacally at him. And uh, <laughs> he then has to go off and either beat to a pulp or crush in an industrial compactor or, or whatever. You know, until finally, there must be, because you know, this isn't explained either. Either he runs out of doubles or there is a limit to the number of, I don't know, clones he can produce or whatever the spider. Because finally, after God no killing God knows how many of them, finally Captain America beats to hell the last one. And apparently that's it. No more appear. Anyway, so much for the plot. But the film is just so badly made. You know, if the camera is pointing in the right direction during the action, you think that's probably just an accident. You know, <laughs> they just point the camera and things happen. You know, there's, there's no composition of shots. <laughs> You know, anything else. there's no actual plot development as such. It's just a series of, of, of people getting beaten up generally. Uh, oh, and there's a nightclub sequence where, oh, Captain America's girlfriend has to pretend to be a famous belly dancer. Surprise, surprise. So she bears some flesh. Uh, <laughs> and this somehow, I can't remember all the ins and outs, but somehow, somehow this leads them um, into one of the spider's lairs. It's, it's shambolic. It really is. The dialogue, as translated into English in the subtitles, is atrocious. But, you know, that might just be. To be fair, that might just be a function of, of, of translation. You know, things often, if they're tra when they're translated from a foreign language, especially if it's done, it's a literal translation, you lose the, the gist and the subtleties. Although I strongly suspect in this case, the dialogue in Turkish was rubbish. Oh, yeah. I, I, YouTube has been kind as far as these Turkish remakes. And uh, yeah, like uh, Doc says, I, I have looked at them. I haven't really completely engaged with these. I mean, like he says, it's stuff moving around and people punching one another very much like the Republic serials of their day, uh, a little uh, cheesier and, yeah, more modern. But those, that's a whole other world of terrible filmmaking, especially a Western serial. Uh, back in the days, 
in uh, up until the 50s from the 30s uh, on the weekends for kids they would have matinees you know the parents could send their kid to the movie theater for get rid of them for a few hours and there would be a very specific and extended program usually two short features B movies there would be a cartoon and a newsreel and a serial usually well there are a few studios that made them notably Republic and Columbia made tons and tons of these things they ran about 15 minutes and they were weekly chapters that had what what has become known as cliffhanger endings that is to say at the end of each week our hero or protagonist or his girlfriend would be obviously in great danger and uh, you know the train is coming down on them and they're tied to the tracks and the train is about to hit them and continued next week and you tune in next week and of course it would be shot from a different angle and usually the hero would rather easily escape most of the uh, resolutions of cliffhangers I have found it becomes cumulatively the first as I've watched these over the years at first I oh okay that one they cheated a little they cheat a little on every cliffhanger it's part of the whole thing and when I was growing up I have to admit the Batman TV series with Adam West and Burt Ward um indoctrinated me to that cliffhanger ending because of course those who have watched that know that was uh, a trait of the old serials that they brought back for the batman tv series all these cliffhanger endings it's great fun i have had great but really and truly to watch one of these serials is painful repetitious and yet nothing ever it just goes on and on and on and what probably could be a 60 70 minute quickie b-movie feature is bloated into like five hours of scenes that run one after another oh boy yeah but these Turkish knockoffs are just so much fun. The one with Spider-Man. I've seen a few of them. The Star Wars one, which I... I, I are you sure it was made before? So, I mean, I'm not going to argue with Doc Sleeves because he knows his stuff. But uh, that that's an even more interesting quirk that I was unaware of. And, oh man, bad science fiction movies. We could go on and on. Although, um, I did see... Very recently, I didn't even watch the whole thing. Uh, one of these Marvel movies, which they've gotten really bad. I mean, really, really terrible bad. And Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness is a prime example of just poor acting, a lot of special effects, poor writing, poor dialogue. Uh, the only thing that was good about it was the special effects. And even those, I mean, eh, it's just... Nah, not that kind of stuff. Uh, I am sure there are people who love it, but I don't. I'm not one of them. That that's just not the stuff for PQ River. Um, well, let's let's. Uh, uh, I will mention the first movie in my uh, illustrious career that I considered to be really 
awful, if I might uh, digress a moment here. Uh, I don't know. I must have been, how old was I? I? I can even figure it out because I know the name of the movie. Okay, I was 13 years old, and uh, th th there were these ads on TV for this movie. The movie was called Chosen Survivors, and these people were put in this underground lair that was supposed to survive nuclear attacks and wars, and they were put down there as an experiment, but an actual nuclear war breaks out and they're stuck in these underground living quarters and they're full of vampire bats oh man i i that uh, i learned at 13 years old in 1974 what a terrible boring interminably bad movie was I, I I remember just being so frustrated that what they'd promised me in those ads on TV had not come to any kind of fruition whatsoever, and it was just tedious and stupid. Oh yeah. Anyhow, uh, let's uh, mosey on back to Doc Slees and see what else uh, we're gonna find out here. Absolute rubbish. Just the whole thing is is just terrible. <laughs> the concept is terrible. The execution is terrible. I refuse to, you know, as I say, we can't put this down to having different cultural norms in Turkey because they're ripping off, you know, what are essentially American and Mexican characters, <laughs> you know, and situations and and. and and, and you know story types of stories they um you'll find in comic strips it's a deliberate appropriation of transatlantic culture so we can't use that excuse it's just cheaply and badly made to the point that it's actually quite entertaining in a curious way because it has that that all great terrible film experiences have that you just have to keep watching it to see how much worse it can get and it does another aspect of it which illustrated the complete disregard for intellectual property rights is the fact that most of the musical score is actually ripped off and diamonds are forever without crediting john barry strange <laughs> you know, he missed out on the royalties there and i'm sure cubby broccoli never gave permission <laughs> for the use the, they do avoid using the james bond theme itself i think they felt that would have been going too far Except this one fight sequence has part of the score from the film The Battle of Britain running under it. It's the uh, Wilfred Joseph's um, Battle in the Air um, piece, which is the only part of his score that's the original score that survived in the finished film The Battle of Britain. The rest was replaced with, uh, with, with a score from a different composer. But... Um, yeah, quite bizarre. In fact, actually, the ripping off of, of, of music 
uh, productions. It's also common in, in a lot of Far Eastern productions, you'll see. Uh, quite a few uh, Kung Fu films I've seen of the, of the cheapest <laughs> type um, have involved ripping off James Bond. So the Live and Let Die score is very popular. Uh, <laughs> the instrumental versions only, of course. Not, <laughs> not Paul McCartney and Wings' uh, actual performance of it over the opening titles. And that would go too far because probably Paul McCartney would sue the ass off of them if he found out. Any Morricone scores are also popular in Far Eastern films for, for um, ripping off. And actually, while I'm talking about uh, Kung Fu films, they also, some of them constitute truly terrible films, um, even taking into account the... <laughs> The cultural differences in um, some of the Bruce exploitation films I've talked about previously on my own uh, show, and um, yeah, some of those are truly bizarre. I mean, particularly um, it's quite well known amongst aficionados of of bad and bizarre movies. The Dragon Lives Again is the one where Bruce Lee dies. Obviously, after he's died, he wakes up in in some kind of purgatory, where <laughs> he, he which appears to be where all the um, outdated pop culture icons go when <laughs> when they die, and he teams up with Popeye, the Sailor Man, and um, <laughs> Popeye the Sailor Man. Sailor Van and Kane from Kung Fu, as I recall, to fight um, the likes of um, The Exorcist and, uh, and James Bond, even, and The Man with No Name. And James Bond will turn up he has fights with. It's, it's a truly bizarre film and shares that trait with the Turkish films of quite fearlessly um, ripping off other people's intellectual property rights and infringing copyrights because presumably in Hong Kong particularly in the uh, in, in the 70s copyright protection was next to non-existent indeed let, just look at all the all the cheap goods they used to produce in Hong Kong a rip-offs of, of, of more expensive um, Western manufactured items you know to the point they were absolute lookalikes you had to look for the made Hong Kong stamp on them to be absolutely sure they weren't the more expensive item. Obviously, once you tried to use it, you found the difference because, you know, they were crap. Uh, that's why they were cheap. But yeah, so there you go. There's, there's, there's terrible films, um, particularly Turkish films. If you really want the terrible film experience, I would say... Um, Find it, find. I mean, you can find them on you on there on YouTube. Some of them, these these awful Turkish films. You know, if you've never seen one, you know, and and you really enjoy putting yourself through the experience. They're like the anti cinema. You know, they they have no cinematic qualities <laughs> to speak of. So they just point a camera and get these guys to sort of have fights and things on screen. You know, in front of it. It's that's the way it looks. 
In terms of terrible TV is an aside, as a little aside before I finish. I thought a lot about it because you know, there's a lot of TV we TV shows we might deem terrible. But I thought a lot about it. And I thought really, the TV show I remember from my childhood that even when I was a child I could tell was terrible, or sort objectively bad, was the soap opera Crossroads, which. I have no doubt that in the year, certainly outside of the UK, nobody has heard of. But it ran in its original format for 24 years, was it? Something like 24 years from the mid-60s through to the mid-80s, mid to late-80s. Late and it quickly became a byword for incredibly poor production values i mean it's just cheap it was cheaply made it was set in a motel the crossroads motel in the midlands and yeah it was the, the thing was that in the 60s yeah soap operas often particularly like like crossroads wasn't quite a daytime soap but it wasn't a prime time soap it used to be shown at that time late afternoon when children's programs are segueing into um adult programs adult programming and consequently it was cheaply made really cheaply made but the problem in the 60s people tended to accept that when it was black and white and everything and people understood that um, there'd been a lot of cheap soap operas made at the time in the uk some had lasted some hadn't crossroads they persisted but by the 70s they were still making it with the same shoddy production values as they had in the 60s and it just stood out like a sore thumb now it was in color everything and in, you know the quality of television production in this country was increasing it was getting much better and so Everybody had improved their production values and so on. You know, camera work was less shaky and so on. But Crossroads, Crossroads didn't. Because the other thing about British television productions, often was, particularly in the 60s, they looked shaky, you know, with the production values and camera work and so on. What made them outstanding was they usually had very strong scripts and very strong acting. Crossroads didn't. It had <laughs> atrocious dialogue. Uh, spoken by actors who frequently fluff their lines and although it wasn't broadcast live it was so cheaply done they didn't bother to retake so people were stumbling over the lines forgetting their like quite obviously forgetting their lines missing their cues <laughs> missing their marks <laughs> it was it was it was, seriously, it was so bad. i remember in the 70s seeing it as a kid it's one of those shows, every time someone slammed a door or something, the whole wall would shake, visibly shake. It was so poorly constructed, the sets. And it was just awful. Yet it got viewing figures because it was so awful, people used to watch it. Um, <laughs> it had a very famous theme tune. And... Um, 
we're going back now, aren't we? Paul McCartney in Wings recorded a version of it once, and that was sometimes used over the end credits during the 70s. So you can't get away from Paul McCartney this time, can we? But it was just objectively terrible. Um, and it extended, you know, to not just being poorly acted, poorly written and so on, in terms of the, the plot lines and everything were, were, were never particularly well done. Um, I think just characters just used to vanish when, you know, they weren't properly written out. One of the most popular characters in the series was Benny. Benny, the um, the handyman during the 70s. And uh, he wore this green woolen hat all year round and a pair of overalls. And yeah, because it's set in the Midlands, he had a very thick Birmingham accent. Ooh, Miss Diane, Miss Diane. Miss Diane being his manager. He had a thing. Ooh, Miss Diane. He was always going on about. Uh, <laughs> and he was basically thick as two short planks. But he was a very popular character. Anyway, one year, must have been in the 80s, he, um, he went up a ladder to put the fairy on the top of the Christmas tree. We never saw him again. <laughs> he just found whether he was kidnapped by aliens while he was up. <laughs> you know, jumped onto Santa's passing sleigh. We, 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 we never, ever found out. It <laughs> this was the kind of show that was crazy. This is why it was so terrible. It really was. Um, awful. Although, funnily enough, as I say, some of those awful things have, have redeeming features. Incredibly, amongst all the shaking sets and fluffed lines, and, uh, you know, Crossroads managed to, was ahead of its time in tackling um, some issues like race issues, things like that. It was one of the first soap operas and it's got to have regular non-white characters in it, for instance. You know, um, also to tackle things like disability, there's a character confined to a wheelchair, because actually the actor playing him in real life, he was, he was in the show for years, actually himself um, became a wheelchair. I can't remember what, what, but he had some medical problem. He had to use a wheelchair, so they wrote that in as a storyline into the series. Very unusual at the time. Usually they just recast the part or just write the character or just have him go up the ladder and you know put the fairy. <laughs> Off of the Christmas tree or whatever, and vanish. But no, they kept him in it and and wrote this into the series and to highlight. And they got whole storylines about the problems of disability and so the same people faced in the seventies. Um, yeah, things like adoption, things like that. It it, it um, interracial adoptions. Again, very unusual to see that tackled in a, in a soap opera. In, in particularly in the 70s in this country. So to be fair, in between all the all the terribleness, it um it did have some redeeming features. <laughs> Not many, but it did have some. As an interesting aside, it has a connection uh, crossroads. British exploitation films, actually, because one of the creators 
and long-term writers in the early days of Crossroads was uh, Hazel, Hazel Adair. After she left Crossroads, she went on to write and produce. In fact, she co-produced um, with, with another famous Brit, Kent Walton, the uh, British wrestling commentator, <laughs> who used a, a, um, a fake name on, on when he produced films. But um, they did get, she wrote and co-produced with Kent Walton um, a trio of British um, sex movies. Um, there was Can You Keep It Up For A Week, um, British sex comedy, um, which wasn't as good as like the Confessions films or the Adventures films. It was still reasonably amusing. And, and it starred Jeremy Bullock, who, as any Star Wars fans know, was the original Boba Fett. Well, not in voice, but um, somebody else voiced the character, but it's Boba Fett in the costume. It was Je uh, Jeremy Bullock under the costume. And, uh, yeah, there was that. There was the British sex movie horror crossover, um, Virgin Witch, which, despite having copious amounts of nudity and sex, is one of the most tedious films I have ever sat through. See, terrible in another sense, in that it simply does, you know, despite having all that, somehow it just doesn't deliver. It's boring. Um, and, of course, um, Sex Clinic was the third one. Sex Clinic, also known as With These Hands. Sex Clinic is... Uh, it's, uh, it's probably the best of the three, in that it goes back to Hazel Adair's roots, in that it's... Um, it's set around, as, as, the, as the title implies, a sex clinic. And um, it just comes over as, uh, as a, like a soap opera, a very smutty soap opera with lots of nudity. Um, but, but, far better production values than the average episode of <laughs> Crossroads. Yeah, ironically, bear in mind that this was a low-budget film. Anyway, that's an aside. As a footnote to Crossroads... Despite its terribleness, everything. So the original version ended in 1988. ITV brought it back. They brought it back briefly in the early 2000s. And whilst the production values had improved somewhat, it was actually, if anything, worse because it had a bigger budget, but was still just inept. Um, you know, it had better actors in it generally, but. It was just inept. It was clueless. Um, there's just something about it. It just had no idea um, how to handle its storylines. It was disrespectful to legacy characters. It was just bloody awful. And partway through, <laughs> they decided to revamp it and ditched most of the cast and brought it back as this really campy, Version clearly trying to be, um, I don't want to say postmodernist or whatever, and ironic, and say, hey, look, it's like a campy parody of what you remember of the original, and even fewer people watched it. And they ended it with an ultimate insult to the viewer. Um, they go to the, oh, it's it was all a dream ending, you know, where it's revealed it was all a dream. 
of a girl working on 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 the checkout in a supermarket yeah and all the characters in it were the people versions of the people she worked with or served as customers which made no sense at all of course because what was the whole of including the, the original incarnation was that a dream as well that she had you know like she'd been doing this since 1966 dreaming this i don't know so the ultimate insult but there you go there's some thoughts about terrible films and terrible tv so you know to say if if you um if you really must subject yourself to some terrible films go and watch some turkish movies and uh, <laughs> and if you want um terrible tv look up crossroads i'm sure there must be some excerpts or even complete episodes of crossroads out there on the web somewhere um because quite a lot of them I think virtually all, yeah, well, so a lot of uh, British TV programs, this has got wiped. I do believe actually most episodes of Crossroads still exist, which is a scary thought. They're out there. Anyway, on that note, back to you, PQ. Oh, yes. The soap opera is an oft-neglected genre of terribleness that has lingered uh for many years if you go back to the old radio soap operas dear lord some of those are just maudlin and over melodramatic and delicious and yeah there is something great about that form uh there was one called generations that i actually watched uh from the beginning and this was like in the mid mid 80s mid to late 80s uh i noticed that a soap opera was starting and i started to tape it uh that was when you could set a timer and uh, i would tape it and eventually catch up and i watched it for about a year i don't think it lasted much longer than that and yet just terrible loopy plots and yeah that there's something about them and terrible is definitely one of the uh defining terms but it's a kind of guilty voyeuristic entertainment i'm not sure exactly how that works and uh, not i don't know you the, the turkish films are interesting but uh, have any of you including you doc seen these uh, i think they're south african or kenyan these really low budget features that they make with like this really bad cgi and the soundtrack there's no dialogue there is a narrator who is like over exaggeratedly telling the story of course in the african accent which is just and they're usually like paramilitary stories i've seen a couple of youtubes on them and i've watched one whole feature the one that ever but for the life of me let me see if i can figure out what this is hold on don't go anywhere Aha, uh -huh. allow me to apologize to South Africa. It is Uganda. The, this movie, Who Killed Captain Alex? Uganda's first action movie. Uh, I'm not even going to spoil any of it. It's uh, an hour and eight minutes of your time. Doc, I'm sure you've seen it. If you haven't, uh, you must. Uh, and... 
If it sounds interesting, yeah, it's still on YouTube. It's been there for years. Uh, just really, you want to talk about that sort of really bad film. That's it. Uh, and before we get to Frank, let me take a minute and talk about Nothing But Trouble. Uh, the plot, this movie, it's just that it was made that it just sank like an anvil to the bottom of the sea and probably nobody wants to ever bring it back um it's the only movie dan Aykroyd directed wrote i mean he was he overworked himself and that's part of why the film wasn't completed exactly as he planned he actually worked himself into exhaustion and spent some time in the hospital and they had to go on shooting so certain parts John Candy is in it. That's that's a little quiet secret because it's known as, you know, Demi Moore, Chevy Chase, uh, Dan Aykroyd were in it. Dan Aykroyd was fresh off of Ghostbusters at this time, which is how he got so much control over a Hollywood film and how this thing probably went a little awry but as an auteur bizarro comedy this is just pure gold uh but it's it's it, to the average person in 2022 i would say disappointingly to me this movie is almost unwatchable the plot line involves chevy chase uh as a uh, arrogant investment counselor and he's got these two brazilianaires a brother and sister who are just these crazy characters following him around everywhere and he meets demi moore in his building and to hit on her he agrees to drive her south and as they're going south through pennsylvania they go through this little town chevy runs a stop sign and winds up in the most bizarre kangaroo court in the history of history uh dan Aykroyd plays this small town crazy judge uh, the prosthetics the makeup uh if you look closely i don't know how he got away with it in certain shots it's so obvious dan Aykroyd's prosthetic for his nose is basically a flaccid penis but uh, don't tell anyone. You might spoil the surprise. This movie, the set, this house that this judge lives in, his family who help him run this. John Candy is awesome in a dual role as uh, the judge's heir, I believe son, if I'm not mistaken. And he plays a woman in this movie that's right john candy in drag oh you got to see this thing if you are an aficionado at all of bad films but like i say it's right up there with uh well have you ever seen moment by moment maybe after we listen to a little of the great frank edward nora i will regale you a little bit uh about moment by moment another of my uh, favorite awful terrible movies uh but yeah we got some frank edward nora for you and i'm like i want to hear this myself so let's listen together all right let's try to watch some tv here i don't have cable anymore but i do have youtube tv 
So here we go. Channel 2, CBS, Kansas City Chiefs at Arizona Cardinals. And as I told you earlier, they did tape it up. Yeah, I find this, to me, this is kind of like uh, terrible TV because I don't like watching football. It's not my thing. But. How about NBC? They have the Firestone Grand something. Oh, it's like some sort of race cars. I guess, I mean, sports is great television if you're into, if you're into such sports, but I'm not, so this is terrible for me. See what's on Fox Channel Five. More football, I think. New York Giants at Tennessee Titans. What did we have on ABC? The WNBA. It looks like. Finals game one: Connecticut Sun versus Los, the Las Vegas Aces. All sports on a Sunday. How about PIX Channel Eleven? Here we go. News. Queen Elizabeth still dead. Oh my God! Look at the news. We'll move to St. Giles Cathedral in Edinburgh. There, King Charles and members of the royal family will be there and take part in a procession and a endless coverage of Queen Elizabeth. She died. Okay, we understand. And we also just learned that President Biden and the First Lady have formally accepted their invitation to come to the Queen's funeral on Monday. Apparently, they have, they have to go on. A, they have to ride on a bus to go to the funeral. Okay, great. How about on Channel 13? There should be something high class on here. America's Test Kitchen from Cook's here. Illustrated. Rotate the peach. It's cutting oh, open a peach. Oh, you hit the lottery. Wow. <laughs> the peach lottery. This is terrible television, okay? Right, this is why I don't watch TV anymore like this. I, I, I curate what I want to watch. This is ridiculous. Here's another PBS. How many PBSs are there? John Denver? Wow, a John Denver special. Wow. Country Roads, live in England. Remember he remember he used to um, fill in for Johnny Carson on the, the Tonight Show, and then he he built a plane and crashed it and died. Poor guy. This is terrible. This is this is all terrible television. I mean, I my wife watches the live TV more than I do. I I would not you know I don't think I would really want live television anymore. How about PBS Kids, The Odd Squad? For sure. There was always a chance opposite Masseau would go somewhere. Everything has been pretty terrible so far. I'm only the number one Taekwondo instructor on these. Shut up. All right, here we go. Telemundo 47, The Mummy, in Espanol, I would imagine. <laughs> oh, there's a female mummy. A lot of mummies going on here. And how about Channel 41? Siéntese quien pueda. Spanish language. Sonic. <laughs> popcorn chicken. Remember PQ, we tried to go to Sonic out there in New Mexico and we sat there for half an hour and no one did anything. What a great, what a great place, Sonic. All right, here we go. Unimas, Cruz Azul versus Mazatlan FC. Blue Cross, Cruz Azul. See, I know some Spanish. Soccer. All right. Look at this. On the Comet channel, we have the X-Files. That, that, that may be a good show. I don't know if that, that was actually pretty good. 
But of course, you have to watch these horrible commercials. Look, I, this is the modern version of I've Fallen and Can't Get Up. Terrible anguish. Anguish. Which often results in a tragic outcome. <laughs> yes. But with Life Alert, one touch of a button Why can can't you just say it? I've fallen and I can't get up. Don't worry. Help is on the way. With any of Life Alert's three emergency systems... These commercials, man. Commercials used to be a lot more fun. I still play old commercials. I can't get up. Oh, she does say it. Okay. I've fallen in the shower. Or on the go. Help. I'm in the park and I can't get up. And batteries never need charging. Nice. Life Alert. I don't know why the old commercials are fun to, to listen to but, or, or to watch, but the new ones aren't. Life Alert brochure, call 1-800-221-1954. This is just like sitting and watching TV and watching Life Alert commercials. Terrible television. Terrible. 1-800-221-1954. Please. Here, here we go. X-Files. So this should be good. This is not terrible. Oh, look. Scully is in the hospital and Mulder is visiting her. Oh, they're the old Muldy and Mulder and Scully. This must be one of the more recent episodes. They're the old ones. Things are getting strange. I'm starting to worry. This could be a case for Mulder and Scully. Remember that song by Catatonia, the Welsh band? No. What is this? Funny you should ask. It looks like... What's that guy's name? The guy that was on Real People but now owns the Weather Channel? Uh, By By Byron Allen. Is this a game show? Terrible. True or false, man? More than half of all new PhDs here in the U.S. each year are fake. Yeah, and they got. Louis Anderson? Is he still alive, really? Or maybe this is a rerun. Didn't he die? John Lovitz? Wow. I think he's right. True it is for $200. What kind of terrible game show is this? Oh, God. See, I don't watch TV like this anymore. This gives, gives me horrible feelings. It's terrible. Oh, my God. Ah! No. All right. Here we go. Channel 9. What? Weather gone viral. Floodwaters. As far as the eye can see. Weather porn. Cars stranded in waters. People needing rescue. How about QVC? Fall fashion finds. These shopping channels can always be fun to sit and watch. And if, if you've lost all will to live, you can watch a shopping channel for hours on end. By the way, they sit in my closet haunting me, making me feel guilty for spending that money because I thought they would be comfortable and they weren't. When Skechers came out, do you want to know who actually, Barbara King, who is a garden guest. And here's Home Shopping Network. Why don't they sell Beanie Babies anymore, for God's sake? That was this fun. This is a huge favorite. Um, we're going to crank up the volume on this. Pump up. Pump up the volume. Control is able to do that. Somebody will take care of that for me immediately. See, you say things on air and you watch it just magically happen. It's the Extreme Workout DVD. What the hell? Oh, my God. This is terrible television. I love working out with people. All right. Here we go. On TBS, there's something called Click. It's uh, what's his name? Uh, click. I can't remember his name. Um, you know that you know who it is. I think he he got a remote control that can freeze reality. I didn't see this movie though. How, how can I not remember this guy's name? Have a great day. Is this the Strokes? Yeah, wow. I miss the old, old days. Come on, what's his name? This is driving me nuts. Isn't there a description of the movie or something on here? 
click. I know everyone's screaming it out. I'm, I have a mental mental block. All right, here's the Adam Sandler. There you go. I don't know why I couldn't remember his name. Horrible, horrible movie. Looks like a horrible movie. TNT Blades of Glory. Here we go. It's Will Ferrell, and he's uh, some sort of ice skater. Okay, terrible, terrible movies. See, you want movies, you want terrible TV, terrible movies. We got it all for you here. Um, this is the same as what you'd find right now on a cable system. At ESPN, we have the U.S. Open Men's Final. So, like, tennis can be somewhat soothing to watch at, t- at times, I think. But... To me, there's not quite the same. You know, maybe I'm looking. You, you have the the, uh, the commentators commentating the the how they're bouncing the balls back and forth. <laughs> this is Rude versus Alcaraz. Match got better as yeah, a match went get better. And the you ad behind them is for Emirates Airlines. But that's relaxed, Rude, off this surface. Right, you, like you could sort of get into a groove watching months. like golf or tennis on TV if there's nothing else to watch. Again, it's it's sort of like. You know, you're just doing it to do something, do anything. All right, next we have ESPN2 College Football Final. What, it's a, this is the final college football game ever? What? He's not going to throw him to you. That was a missed shot. There's a chip shot field goal they missed, and then the dagger late in the game, corner blitz. Oh, this is this is like uh, highlights of what happened in college football recently. Terrible. Texas All right, the SEC Network. I don't know what what does that even mean. SEC. No alarms. Tell me when to snack. Kentucky at Florida. But nice what try, is it? Kevin. I don't care about posts and Just likes. college football, I guess. Who am I like? Commercials. This spot. He always does. So oh my, my advice. God, I don't know. How about ACCN? I don't even know. What, I never even heard of these channels. This is nightmarish. Cornell at Syracuse women's soccer. Okay. To feel good about themselves, the culture, and the direction that this program is headed. And you can do so much. You can Here is ESPNU. More college sports. The Terrible. The future. The way you see it is said to depend on where you sit. At X Chair, we think it also gets down to how you sit. Which is wow, it's an X Chair. Light years ahead. X chair Should I get an X Chair? With our groundbreaking LMX technology. Here's ESPN News, the world chase tag. Wait, this is competitive tag? It is, look at this. Wait a minute, there's, there's, there's tag. They're playing tag professionally. Wow, the Hollywood Freerunners. Listen, this is actually real. This, this is something that would be like a skit back in the 80s on Fridays or SNL or whatever. The state, you know. But this is a real sport now. Competitive tag. <laughs> there's a little, there's a little uh, field where there's like different barriers and stuff. <laughs> oh my god! Terrible. Oh my god. No! It's annoying. All right, let me get my new batteries in here. All right, new batteries. Yeah, this uh, world chase tag. You have to run away from the other person to try that they can't tag you. They don't tag you. Alright, I have to admit this is somewhat fascinating, but... God. 
TV has devolved since I last watched it. Wow. Tag finally made it. This, this is just international tag competition. Oh my, oh my. And I, and I, I this is awesome. I, I could never do Well, that's my last years of television were basically what you're doing there. Like the TV roulette, the remote in one hand, 60 zillion cable channels available to me and just next and next and next and something would catch my eye and vague attention for a few minutes and then next and next and none of it was very good a lot of it was very bad and stuff like that I just ponderously strange content that they're just filling time because there has to be something being projected outwards from their offices or something. It's just so weird. Uh, but I totally forgot. I mean, John Denver, I remember. And just we he was just such an anomaly. He was a great singer and songwriter who got caught in this archetype of that whole thank god i'm a country boy and i forgot completely when he was hosting the tonight show i'm gonna have to dig up maybe there's some examples that just sounds so 70s and bizarre and uh, could be quite entertaining um the... and yeah when we went to sonic when frank visited Oh man! Yeah, they—they just—I—we they, were almost invisible. We were not meant to eat at Sonic that day. I think we wound up at Del Taco, uh, but uh, it's all documented. Goodness, it, and it—it's already uh, the, the memories are fading. When then that's not that long ago. It's six months or something, maybe a little longer. I it, time has been so weird during. Uh, this whole uh, socio-political lockdown and such going on here, let me tell you. But, uh, yeah, TV roulette is something I almost miss. But uh, YouTube, th th when I bounce around, I'm at least absorbing something instead of just all this. You watch TV for three hours and you don't remember anything. It, nothing at all. It's just something. Anyways, uh, let's see what else Frank is going to uh, uh, bring up here. But now, here we go. Fox Sports 1. We're, this is good. This is always a good thing to watch. 146 Westmin Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show. This is a... this when, when you start watching the dog show, it's hard to stop. Here's the Irish setter. But it seems like there's always a dog show on. What do they have, like a million dog shows now? They're very independent in the field, and they, they enjoy themselves. So this is not terrible. I, I always enjoy watching dogs. it. All right, here we go. Fox Sports 2, Bassmaster Fishing Elite Series. So now competitive fishing, perhaps? <laughs> Endless sports. There's, there's four guys fishing, and whoever I guess whoever catches the fish first, like, wins? I don't know. <laughs> it's very terrible. All right. I'm going to skip these channels because these were all sports. MLB channel, NBA channel, NF. All right. Let's get past the sports channels, all right, and see if there's anything else on. The golf channel, the Olympics channel. All right. We're going to skip all this. Let's go to the Disney channel. 
see what's on the Disney Channel now. We're, we skipped all that sports stuff. This that was terrible. Oh man! Big yeah, City Greens. Big City is throwing a huge street fair, and it's right around the corner from our house. This this is for children seven and up, so it probably has some naughty stuff in it. Never heard of it. How about Disney Junior? Here's a new character called Bluey. Bluey the dog. This episode of Bluey is called Bike. It's called Bike. This is the kids. This is this. This is the. Uh, these are the cartoons that. Uh, the, the kids of today, when they grow up, will be talking about, like we used to always talk about, but will they even be talking about the cartoons? How we went with Gen X, it was very famous that when Gen X, when we were in our 20s, many years ago, we used to always talk about the cartoons we used to like. And here's Disney XD. There's so many different Disneys. This is Amphibia. Mr. Planter, could I have a word? Oh, hi, Professor. So you've heard, huh? I don't, yes, under, I've never, spoken with I don't know what I'm watching here. <gasps> Terrible, terrible. T Listen, you asked for terrible television. This is it. How about Universal Kids? Coco Melon. Computer animated children. Here we go far away. Using Comic Sans as the subtitles, but it is a children's show, so you can probably forgive the Comic Sans. This, this looks like it's for, like, one-year-olds, basically. <laughs> Coco Melon. What? Cartoon Network, here we go. The Crudes. Oh, this is a movie, right? About cave people. I don't think I've ever seen it, nor do I want to. You need a name. You want it's a PG, name? though. I'm going to call you Douglas. Can you do tricks? Terrible. Roll over. <laughs> Just terrible. Come on, Douglas, roll over. <laughs> oh, my God. How about Nickelodeon? We have Big Nate. All right, we're gonna, we may have to skip over these children's shows, too. This is annoying the hell out of me. Go! Why why is it uh malfunctioning? Big Nate. It's like a music video with zombies in a graveyard. I mean I, I honestly I, I assumed if I just started watching television like this, it would be horrible and it's worse than I could even imagine. Alright, so we have Nick Jr., Nick Toons, Teen Nick. What's on Teen Nick? This is Nickelodeon for teen teenagers. Henry Danger. More music videos. Henry Danger is that the guy that's like been around the world and saw that only stupid people are breeding. Well, apparently, considering television. No, that's Harvey Danger. That's not ha Henry Danger. Oh my dear lord! All right, now we're on to AMC. Wow, you want to talk about a bad movie? The Matrix Revolutions. This is that uh, recent Matrix movie, right? Is this the one that was recent? Yeah. Matrix Reloaded and Matrix... Or is this the... All right, let me click on it. I can see which one it was. No, this is a 2003 one. This was one of the worst movies ever made. It really was. And here we go. Half the commercials these days are for drugs. Rebelsis. Uh, and and what, what other side effects will it cause? All these horrible side effects. Rebelsis isn't for people with type 1 diabetes. Don't take Rebelsis if you or your family ever had medullary thyroid cancer or had multiple endocrine neoplasia syndrome type 2 or if allergic to it. Terrible commercials. You get medical help right away if you get a lump or swelling in your neck, severe stomach pain, or an allergic reaction. Serious side effects may include pancreatitis. Gallbladder problems may occur. Tell your provider about vision problems or changes. Taking Rebelsis with a sulfonylurea or 
of insulin increases low blood sugar risk. Side effects like nausea, vomiting, and diarrhea may lead to dehydration, which may worsen kidney problems. Need to get your A1C down? Uh, when did these type of commercials start like this? I mean, I, I, I don't know. Guilt has the designers that get your heart racing. All right. We don't need to, It's going to be a while before the movie comes back on because there's so many commercials. Here is BBC America, a show called 2012. What is this all about? They're, like, is that in space? <clears throat> Earth's billions of inhabitants are unaware that the planet has an expiration date. With the warnings of an American scientist, world leaders begin secret preparations for the survival of select members of society. Oh, this is from 2009, about how the world was going to end in 2012. <laughs> Terrible. And only the rich and the elite, of course, can uh, will, are going to get out. And here is BET. Uh, at one point, it stood for Black Entertainment Television. Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Let's see how this is. Wherever Jim Beam is welcome, he'll be welcome, too. Jim Beam Bourbon. Why do dermatologists choose Dove? I don't know why. They're dumb. Dove is not good. Is Dove good? I don't know. How about BET Her? Black Entertainment for Her. A question of faith. Looks like a very serious beginning. What is this? Graveyard. Someone must have died. All new House of Vicious, Wednesday at 8. <laughs> How about CMT, Country Music Television? Or who even knows? I, that, I doubt they play country music anymore, but... Home Alone 2. Yeah, and, and I, I don't think I was ever really into these Home Alone movies. When was this from? 1992 with Macaulay Culkin. Still, still fairly young, even though it was the sequel. I mean, anything that's from 1992 is going to be a lot less terrible than anything from today, but still. All right, let's see. How about on Comedy Central? We're in for some laughs. Here's Seinfeld, season nine, episode 24. They're in jail. So the finale. This is the end of Seinfeld. Oh, this is cool. I think we have. Remember, yeah. remember when it all ended and they were in jail together? Well, we caught the very end of Seinfeld. Wow. Are they going to go back to the beginning now? If you it's don't over. every now and then, it's like the old These commercials are. I, I'm not so not used to watching commercials. I I, I can't take it. Now here's comedy.tv, Comics Unleashed. Get ready to laugh. They were making black folk look With Byron bad. Allen again. Byron <laughs> Allen. He is a big mogul these days. Who knew when he was on Real People he would get so big? We raised hell. White man won't hire me. White man won't hire me. Because of this and because of that. Finally, the white man broke down and said, Okay, I'm going to give you a job. I want you to start tomorrow. And black folk were like, this tomorrow? <laughs> hey, here is the Freeform Network. What the hell is that? Finding Nemo from Pixar. I'm not a big fan of the Pixar stuff. I do think I saw this. This is a, When was this movie? This movie was like early 2000s, right? 2003, yeah. Wow. Okay, great. Fox Soul. Fox's Soul Screening Room Marathon. What does that mean? I have no idea. Let's see what it is. 
Two women in bed together, cuddling. Alright, what else do we have here? How about FX, Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer? You know, I don't think I ever saw that one. Oh, I think it just ended, actually. Or did it just begin? Or is this the stinger? Who's this? Silver Surfer floating in space. Where the hell's his surfboard? Oh, there it is. All these superhero movies and, and FXX. And isn't there also FXXX or something? There's like multiple FXXXXs. The Simpsons. Wow, you want to talk about terrible television, man? I never watch this show anymore. I hate this show. He kept his mouth shut. So when everyone finally saw the movie on They're going to go see the movies. They were filled with joy. No, 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 no. How about G4? Oh, I think they brought that network back, right? Attack of the Show. Let's see. So far, most of this has been pretty terrible. Come on, Attack of the Show. Come on. I don't know why it's not... Why can't we get it? It's like a little thing that's saying we can't get Attack of the Show. What, am I not subscribed to uh, the G4 network? <coughs> formed so many of his own stunts that he was physically, his body took a toll. It's almost like they're in a podcast studio, Attack of the Show, from September 9th. Oh, I had no idea. He uh, had to have surgery on his back after clearing a tree during Hurricane... Fascinating. Uh, <laughs> oh, FXM. Here's another one of those FX channels. Bad Times at the El Royale. This is really nightmarish. Well, bad singing, if not bad times. What is going on here? How about the Hallmark Channel, Snow Kissed? Available today. Are you? I can be. Perfect. I've heard about the Hallmark Channel. It's very formulaic movies that it's just you can just sort of veg out and just watch watch all the time. It's not something I would want to do. But there's also Hallmark Drama. These are more dramatic movies of the Hallmark mold. Terrible television. The Waltons? Now, wait a minute. This could be good. Is, but is this the new Waltons? No, it's season 7, episode 14. This has to be the old Waltons, right? I was just, um, I was just looking about those, um, those photo novels. Remember uh, uh, on Central a few weeks back, I, I found one of those photo novels of uh, the champ. And apparently there's Waltons photo novels, too. But yeah, this is the old Waltons. I'm not hungry. I don't really remember really liking this show, but I think we watched it. You and the crossword puzzle? No. I'm looking at all the things that might be rationed soon. We're lucky we live in the country. I wish we could grow tires. The coat needs them. Oh, I, I, because of when it was on, I'm not going to say it's terrible, but it's no, I would not want to watch this. How about Hallmark Movies and Mysteries? <laughs> There's so many Hallmark channels. This is Caribbean Summer. To a couple in a uh, in a kitchen eating fruit fruit bowl bowls tell of fruit. Something about yourself? Uh, there's not really much to tell. Just how you live my best all life. This is, I mean, this is very disheartening. Okay, but how about this? The Independent Film Channel, IFC, Meet the Fockers. You gotta give me something. Come on. 
Alright, fine. Why um, is there like an, an icon that I can't watch that? Why can't I watch Meet the Fockers? Well, look, I, you know, I got those, but it's in the form of. Like, which is like my wife and kids. They're like, we love love. Like, 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 like. Like, occasionally these channels are like not available temporarily. I don't know what it is. It's some sort of technical issue. Yes, this is, uh, what's his name? Ben Stiller. What's going on? Well, your father wants to leave. Barbara Streisand, everyone's favorite. Come on, get up. This is ridiculous. You weren't around in the 60s, man. This is how we got things done. When was this movie? I'm going to try to guess. I say this movie is 2006. That's my guess. 2004. Not bad. Meet the Fockers. Oh, this was the sequel to Meet the Parents, right? And now here is the actual MTV, this channel that used to show music videos. There's a show called Ridiculousness. <laughs> wow, he shocked himself with the stun baton. LOL. This is like, it's watching TV is hell, okay? I'm telling you, watching TV is actual, like, like hell. This is horrible. And then we have MTV2 with the Gridiron Gang. Let's see. Again, why can't I watch it? There's like these weird restrictions on it. Gridiron Gang. Like, I have to skip a channel and go back. Remember the old days you just had to turn a dial? It was very easy. How, how's it going with the Gridiron Gang? You know what I'm saying? I do. I, I know what you're saying. All right. MTV Classic. So does this actually have music videos? Yes. Wow, they do actually show music videos. They really came around. MTV Classic. And uh, how about VH1? There's something called Hitch. And backyard chicken. Oops, chicken. What was that the superhero movie with Will Smith? I don't even want to look it up. I don't care. Chicken, chicken, and chicken. And how about the Paramount Channel? We have something called Ink Master. Time starts now. Was it like a tattoo competition show? Watch it all here. Paramount Plus with Showtime. Only $7.99 a month. Professional drivers on close course. Do not attempt. Stretches across the 93 days of summer. We don't need to care about Ink Master. How about Pop? The Pop Channel. What's that? I don't know. NCIS New Orleans. I never watch these NCIS shows. Shampoo commercials. Oh, hair color commercials. When the details take precedence, the rest falls perfectly into place. So many commercials. And you gotta pay, I mean, this is like a cable system. You gotta pay $65 a month for YouTube TV. Here you go. Turner Classic Movies on the Town. This This looks promising. Uh, 1949, Gene Kelly, Frank Sinatra, and, uh, looks alright, I guess, I don't know. They're in some sort of Copacabana club, there's Frank. Come on, let's dance before the stampede starts. Alright, specimen, let's go primitive. Ooh! I don't know. Sometimes you start watching these old movies, they kind of suck too. <laughs> On True TV, Impractical Jokers. This is sort of like uh, 
the latest uh, iteration of Candid Camera for, for today. I've seen some of this show because my wife watches it sometimes, but I would never watch it on my own. USA, we have Hollywood Casino 400, and it looks like an auto racing uh, spectacle. Is this NASCAR or something similar to NASCAR? How would you know if it's NASCAR or not? Bubba Wallace was within a spot of taking that top spot away, but it's Bowman. And they start playing the music when they're going to commercial, right? When they come off of pit road. This is sort of a disheartening sound, the background music, when you know you're going to commercial. When safe drivers save up to 30% on their auto insurance... Auto insurance commercials, they never end. All right, how about News Nation... I haven't heard of half of these channels. Last man standing. May be fatal. Dehydration that can lead to sudden worsening of kidney function and genital yeast or urinary tract infection. Genital yeast is one of the side effects of this Jardiance, apparently. Stop taking Jardiance and call your doctor right away if you have symptoms of this infection, ketoacidosis, or an allergic reaction. And don't take it if you're on dialysis. Terrible television, man. It is terrible. Okay, how about on National Geographic? Inside 9-11, War on America. Because today is the 21st anniversary of 9-11. How is it every channel I'm landing on is commercial? Is it just the time that it is? Domino's is giving you 20% off all menu prices when you order online for a limited time. So hurry and take advantage of these low prices. Terrible television. And movies. Here we go. National Geographic Wild. The Incredible Dr. Paul. Or Paul. P-O-L. Which you were reaching down underneath the legs and you were feeling some of the umbilical cord. Oh. Okay. It's an animal doctor. Leave her be with her babies. She's got, she's got to think about what she's supposed to be doing over there as a mom. A baby, a baby okay. cow. Things all go smoothly. This is your bad one for the year. And you know, we get 60 to go. Well... How about the Animal Planet? Oh, yeah, there's that new logo they made. It's kind of horrible. Lone Star Law on Animal Planet. just broke up in a two-piece cheese soup. The crispy onion strings. More Sonic ads. Sonic Chop House Cheeseburger. Get this Brio's Top Hat. That Brio's Top Hat. Chewy presents Chatty Pets. I mean, it really, this really is disheartening. How about the Discovery Channel? Homestead Rescue. Come on, no commercial. I want to see the show. Here we go. We nailed it. There's a guy with a huge beard building some sort of shed. What exciting television. ...was too small and cumbersome to blacksmith properly. Today, using mostly recyclable materials from the property, Matt has constructed a custom-built... Then we have the Smithsonian Channel, crowning New York. Headed to the West Side Highway. We got the uh, barge crane coming in tonight. We got the first nine pieces of the spire coming. We got a thousand ton barge. Sci-fi channel, we have Shrek 2. I think I saw Shrek 1. That's about where I stopped with the Shrek series. Uh, come on in, Your Majesty. Mike, Mike Myers, though, of course, uh, made his fortune being, being the voice of Shrek. these kind of movies uh travel channel haunted towns <laughs> whole towns that are haunted i just saw like a shadow figure oh, 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 these wow. ghost hunting shows yeah 
On TV Land, we have Mike and Molly. I've heard of that show. I don't think I've ever seen it, though. Giving up control and losing yourself in the is that Mike? Is he a, he's a policeman? Yeah. I mean, the chapter was about a lady taking on three guys, but you can apply that to breakfast. <laughs> can laughter. <laughs> How about Bravo, the real Housewives of Atlanta? Right? The real Housewives of Atlanta. Commercial for Etsy. Oh <clears throat> court TV, we have the FBI files. Remember Court TV used to have like live court sessions way back when? It would bring unwanted attention just as the new police chief was coming on board. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to get him. Len Davis vowed to get revenge. The same day that Kim Groves filed her complaint... Richard Pennington was yeah, these sort of New Orleans new crime police. documentaries are kind of hard to stop watching, too. And here's a channel I've never heard of called Dabble, D-A-B-L, The Instant Gardener, Season 2, Episode 10. <laughs> this is a big season, The Instant Gardener. Come on, play. The Instant Gardener. Bright yellow flower, evergreen, stays low, stays compact. Early summer flooding, it's doing what it does, which is, is ideal if that's the kind of plant you're looking for. How about what do we e, need to know about the rock rose? The Twilight Saga Eclipse. I think I saw these movies. Those vampires, but they, they can walk around during the day. Pretty the terrible movies. Battle scars. All the training the Confederate Army gave me is useless against the newborns. How about Food Network? Sure. Guys, grocery games. Oh, this is sort of like a, a newfangled supermarket sweep. The bacon, that would have gave me some smoky flavor that I was looking for. Well, we're going to have to figure that out. Sorry. Looking at the recipe, got the cinnamon, oregano, smoked paprika. Cuban HGTV, hometown. Let's see about this one. We're going to measure twice. They're building a porch. I think they found out, you know, you could either make a TV show by hiring a bunch of writers and actors and finding locations, or you could just, like, people are, are like, what they're already doing, like, remodeling their house, film them remodeling their house. It's just as interesting as a scripted TV show. Here's JusticeCentral.tv, America's Court with Judge Ross. Yes. Listen, after Wapner, none of these judges really. I, I don't even think Judy can can compare to Wapner. Come on. Uh, with the rest of the girls, pretty much the entire time, uh, halfway to the second day of the shooting. Then keep her? Uh, halfway to the second day of the shooting, I told my cameraman to shoot around her, uh, to shoot around her whenever possible. Uh, I didn't buy her right out because, in my mind, I assumed Here is ID, American Monster. What is this all about? I don't even know the ID channel. This is a police interview with, with, what is he, a serial killer? What is he? Nobody in my family has ever talked or even thought Here's Motor Trend Channel. Meekum Auto Auctions. Oh, yeah, I've seen these. You just have watched an auto auction. Right now. No waiting on back <laughs> I don't know if you could. Can no you bid, though? Because it's kind of expensive. These cars go for like $80,000 or whatever. Catalog, call 888-893-FAST. Or visit us at mpdlink.com.
Attention military personnel, families and civilians who were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune before 1988. You oh, apparently it is a big thing with Camp Lejeune. with benzene and other highly carcinogenic chemicals, and you may be eligible for significant financial compensation. If you or a loved one develop... Right, how about the own OWN network? This is... Couples Court. What can I do? We dig deep and we go through it. When we come out of it, ain't nothing better than love. How many more channels are there? Oh my god. The Oxygen Network. It snapped. Were there people that flipped out and went nuts? County investigators suspect that the answers they need can be found. Imagine if you have if you're if you're good at doing voiceovers for crime shows, man. You have it's like a cash cow at this point, right? County detectives arrive at Angela's house with Washington State Like this woman that's talking right now, just imagine she probably records like twenty of these a day. We knew there had to be blood that we knew from the injuries. So, uh, where is it in the home? Here is Recipe TV, a t the taste of Ireland. Nope, Harris Bistro gravy. cooking. I was wrong. Like roasted coffee and caramel with a hint of garlic. You're going to be able to find it in most places. You can check your local Whole Foods. Ah, shut up. Just cutting them down. That's why I'm so annoyed with Here's a They're channel called Taste powerful. Made. Where did all these channels come from all of a sudden? Oh, spaghetti. Ooh, spaghetti. David Rocco's Dolce I'm Napoli. Give it another hit of lemon zest. Those crochete lemons are fantastic. They're sitting by the uh, by the water eating eating spaghetti. Michelin star restaurant, and we're having it right here. Here's TLC. It used to be that used to be known as the Learning Channel. Ninety Day Fiance, Happily Ever After. My wife watches these shows. It's basically these people that um, they get married after 90 days and they follow the, their struggles. I will say, go get your, go get your. So it's, it's it's like a TV franchise at this point. It's amazing. If you're not feeling good about your game show network, this should be good. Family Feud. All right. No, where's Richard Dawson? No, it's the other guy. No, no, I need Richard Dawson. I can't say it without. All right, We TV Law and Order. I watch. I cry. Did your parents? Wait, who is that though? That, that she way? looks familiar though. Well, I guess they didn't really show who's on that particular episode. It almost looks like I'm Karen sure Allen from one of the Indiana Jones you movies. You know about the experiences in Germany. Maybe it is her. I think it is her. They wanted me to be an American kind of, girl. Yeah. Nancy Drew's stories, Radio City Music Hall. I don't know what the hell she's Your talking about. And then we get to the news stories. channels. Pieces of metal. ABC no News Live. Queen's still dead. Let's see. Is she still dead? Wednesday, the president travels to Ooh. Detroit. To the Detroit <laughs> well, there's, there's Queen news on the right. Queen Elizabeth II is still dead. Not only in the public sector, but in the private sector, aimed at increasing the number of electric vehicles in this country. You can imagine he will be excited to be at that show, to be talking about these sorts of investments. How about BBC we'll World News Live? Well, we know what they're going to be talking about, obviously. Telling me I'll give them a pass. They have to talk about Queen Elizabeth. Well, I've met the Queen on a few different occasions. Um, and we had the honor of... Uh, this is Barney Florence, a, a butcher who has met the Queen. Um, so that was a great honor when she came down actually see the shop and see what we actually do. Oh, wow, there's footage of him meeting the Queen. We're seeing a little there. Uh, Listen, if you're a butcher and you meet the Queen, that's pretty good. Anyway. And you 
with your interactions, what are your How about Cheddar about? News? This is a, I think it's a financial news. Yeah, Ched, Cheddar Presents. Spoiler alert. This is a spoiler alert. What has happened to television? Here's CNBC, Shark Tank. Oh, I don't. I do not like this show. I know a lot of people love this Shark Tank. And from there, you select. You, you have to pitch your business to these like sourpuss billionaires and see if they want to invest in your business. How about CNN? Oh, look, here's the actual CNN newsroom with Jim Acosta. The program is blocked in your area. So there's these false blocking messages. This is Twitter of reckless and negligent policies that endangered Twitter whistleblower. Twitter denies it. It says Zacco was fired for poor performance <clears throat> and that security and privacy. How about Fox involved. Business? Listen, this is terrible television. Next generation medical it. alert technology. Um, anybody who is. Um, who, Who's fallen and, and can't get up? Really, they need our product. I understand. Yeah. Really, is very important. Yes. If you've fallen and can't get up, and here is Fox News, the the classic Fox News channel. Before disaster, crime goes through the roof. Defund the police cities now want more cops. Can you imagine? At first, they were defunding the police, but now they want more. Enforcement. So now they're trying to refund the police in all of these places across America. It's so obvious. The liberals, look what the liberals did this time. It's not working. How about Fox Weather? Here's the weather for Green Bay. Great, that's really helpful to me. I'm in New Jersey. I don't know what to say. Green Bay weather all the time. <laughs> Thanks. How about HLN? Is that the old headline news? Forensic Files. More crime shows. Let's hear the voiceover artist on this one. Come on. Go. Ooh, it's buffering. See, this is... Oh, there's a guy flipping out in the interrogation room. I feel the voice. He had been acting for that whole day. But Where's this the... was just opinion. <laughs> There's a voice of murder. <laughs> and more important for investigators, Ken had never hurt anyone in his life. What the hell? Where, where did my channels go? police could find forensic evidence to tie Ken Fitzhugh to the crime scene, a jury probably wouldn't believe it either. Exactly. How about Live Now from Fox? This is another channel. Live now from Fox. Anne Marie Remembering those lost in 9-11. A reading of the list of names. Eileen Mary Rice. <clears throat> Kenneth Frederick Rice. And here's a channel called ABC Local-ish. Local-ish. Why does it have that blocking thing again? Local-ish. <laughs> We're going to get through the channels, okay? This is ridiculous. And dance at the same time, like a combination. Here are children playing giant, like uh, blow up balls as balloons. So I thought it was kind of different. You know, they could exercise and have fun. And local now. Is this sort of like the old like public access channels? Local now. Your news and weather. So kind of like the old weather channel. MSNBC, 
How do you choose what, like, I guess you have to choose, like, what your political affiliation is to choose your news channel. I don't watch these channels. One million dollars to the America First Policy Institute, a conservative organization which employs several former Trump administration Yasmin officials. Yasmin something. And how about NBC News Now with Meet the Press? I used to watch that show way back in the 90s. Fair enough. No, I like the McLaughlin group. That was good. Extremes are not healthy for general elections. Um, and I don't think that's a new thing. I think more importantly, election deniers sweep GOP races. I really believe is that will we defy history by having the kind of turnout? And here's NBC LX. What does that even mean? NBC News LX. In midterms, that's what everybody. What is LX? I think because. Come on. NBC News LX. all about it. Doctor, thank you so much for joining us. We just went through some of the results of the study, but can you explain why it seems to be working? What's going on in the body? What's going on in the brain? And here is the Weather Channel that used to have uh, the local forecast, but now it's just shows, right? What is this show? Mud Mountain Haulers. Season 1, Episode 2, Blood is Thicker Than Mud. Is this a professional driver on a closed course? <laughs> Can you imagine someone like see someone like driving up a mountain on a commercial and they don't put that little that little uh, disclaimer on the bottom? I want to drive my car up a mountain and then they just flip out and crash and they sue. I, I was just doing what is said on the commercial. Thank you, nature No one told you to do it. It's a commercial. All right, here's TYT. This is, I believe, the Young Turks Network. I thought this was a YouTube channel, but now it's like a TV channel. We'll be right back. In 25 seconds. No, we won't. We're going to move on. This is Gala Vision X X H Derbez. Like it just it like these channels are becoming incoherent at this point. So far down. How about Start TV? Rizzoli and Isles. What was this sort of a newfangled Cagney and Lacey? Get out of here. Oh, my God. All right, we're getting there. We're getting there. Then we have Cozy TV. C-O-Z-I. They made up so many new, they made up so many new channels since the last time I watched. Cozy TV. Give me a break with Nell Carter. I, might, I remember, I think I used to watch that. Enough Amazovax to put a new bathroom in my house. Whoopee. I can't, I can't. Last week I made enough to buy a new organ. And here's Get TV with Brett Maverick. The original Maverick TV show. Caused you today, but it really did make me feel good to see so many of you turn out. With, what's his name? That was nice. that was real. Rockford, James Rockford. Sorry about that. Whatever his name is. Playing dead was the only choice I had left. all my idea. Thank God it's over. Well, no. Then we have Showtime East. Oh, we're getting to the movie channels now. Any terrible movies here? World, Tra- the movie World Trade Center. Showtime West, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Wow, I just mentioned Indiana Jones. Synchronicity? Put Brody in the tank. This is the third one. 
This was pretty good, I guess. Indiana Jones. Well, in this sun, without transportation, they're as good as dead. All right, let's let's, uh, let's skip through the movie channels here. Only if something interesting is there. So on Showtime too, we have the C H I, the Chi or the Shy. On Showtime X B E T, we have Rafiki. Showtime Extreme, we have Scream Two. On Showtime Showcase, The Godfather, classic movie. I never really got into The Godfathers that much. I don't dislike them. I just never really got into them. Showtime Next, we have Windows on the World. Showtime Women, we have As They Made Us. Showtime Family, Legally Blonde too. Oh, wait, wait, Sundance TV, Smokey and the Bandit. But which one? One, two, oh, The first one. Wow, that's actually a good movie. This is not terrible. Smokey and the Bandit is good. I don't know if this one has the uh, the blooper reel at the end with Dom DeLuise, though, so I don't know if this is really the best one, but, you know. Well, here's my Cadillac. That'll leave me with an even dozen. Good luck, son. Uh, Cletus, get the money. Yeah, how about the money? How about doubling that? How about forgetting it? Is that Paul Williams? You went up to Boston, bring back some uh, clam chowder for me and my daddy. And then we have more sports, which we will skip, of course. Fox Sports 4K. Uh, sports, NBC Sports 4K. ESPN Deportes. Right, I'm going to skip all these sports channels. I think it's, there's a channel for each each baseball team, each football team, and oh my god, let's fast forward here. Um, okay, all right. How about Impact Wrestling Channel? I have to subscribe to it though; it's not free. How about Billiards TV? I have to subscribe. I I don't have these channels. Look, these are the channels that are blocked. I'm already spending so much. So we can't watch Outside TV, Mav TV, Players TV, Poker Go Plus. So someone's going to spend money to watch poker on TV? TYC Sports, Viv, Vix Plus Deportes, the Stadium Channel, the F7 Racing Channel, F Baby TV Español, Cine Mexicano. Look at all these channels I don't have. Películas. I, yeah, I guess there's, there's a, you can get all these packages. Yeah. Discovery in Espanol. So this is a lot of Spanish channels, obviously. Which if you speak Spanish, you might want these channels. But let's get past all this. There's a lot of them. All right. Now we're getting to AMC Plus. The Walking Dead channel. There's a whole channel for The Walking Dead. <sighs> All the HBOs, Law and Crime Channel, all the Stars channels, and Screen Picks Channel, and the very last channel, Screen Picks Westerns, and they're showing war drums, and you have to pay extra to see that. How much extra? Two ninety nine a month. Uh, yeah, no. Well, that was rather hellish, trying to watch TV, what's on right now, terrible TV and movies. It actually was much worse than I was imagining. Um, yeah, I don't really, I don't really watch this kind of stuff anymore. Right now, though, I am watching a great TV show called Remington Steel. I'm on, I'm only on episode three, which is great because a ton of arcade video games in this one. Season one, episode three. I, I had downloaded this. This is uh, Remington Steel. There's Stephanie Zimbalist 
and Pierce Brosnan. Like we're going around in circles on this thing. This is an First, example of good TV. Then he's got a girlfriend. He's on his way through Vegas to Canada. Then all of a sudden, he's here. His office is spotless, but his condo's a pigsty. Albie gets a call to go to the marina. Remington Steel. Anyways, there you go. Back to you, PQ. Hmm, Remington Steel. I remember that. I'm going to have to... That, that, that seems like something eventually worth going back to. I've just been... Uh, I, I, I just... It's, it's uh, the opposite of terrible. I just watch what I think is probably the best closed series in the history of television. That was Breaking Bad, but uh, I will probably at some point go on uh, a little more at length about that. Uh, I'm letting it sink in. Uh, that uh, I had put it off and put it off, and yeah, I'm in New Mexico. Uh, a lot of that stuff really resonated when I finally sat down and watched it. And if you haven't, I would say it is worth your uh, time and effort there. Um, oh, fishing TV. Now there, I, I've watched it. There's a certain... The nice thing about YouTube and modern TV is, yes, it's very similar to that, but those are thumbnails. And I only watch what I want to watch for as long as I want. Uh, I'm much more... I don't know, it allows me to concentrate the uh, palpable content from the absolute randomness, although the sound of a TV being on uh, that that is carrying in the room as Frank is doing this, that has some sort of effect. It, it really is a specific comfort sound in my own audio lexicon, um, so to speak. And, and yet today's kid TV is not only awful, but it's making memories for people year by year. I mean, there are already channels of retro kids TV of stuff from just 10 years ago and 20... I these Disney programs that just come and go. Uh, I recently got Disney Plus, and their kids strong in the U.S. Their U.K. version is much stronger uh, stuff. But uh, this kids stuff, there's just these endless series and sequels to series, and it's all you, you try to watch it, and it's just it. Yeah, I, I, you, you had to be there, I guess, or the right age or something. And very, very funny, caught the last Seinfeld, because that was really bad TV. Uh, these last episodes of series that are a big deal in their day turn out to be real, like that last MASH episode. Ugh. I won't go into it. Um, and competitive tattooing, too, because we need this. Um yeah that's really that we had a good time here and and there is so much i mean i could go on on bad movies for uh for for weeks to come but uh there's just too many of them and and they're fun at the end i mean really even heart beeps I bring that one up as long as we're back in the bad movies and and boogie nights and and it, 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 oh god I really disliked boogie nights 
deeply. By the time I was done watching that, I, I, I was almost livid that that many hours of my life had been wasted on such dreck. Uh, oh, and, and moment by moment, uh, I let us not, let me not mention Lily Tomlin and uh, John Travolta uh, it's just what an ironic Lily Tomlin plays this wealthy older woman and John Travolta plays her young cute crush and what we have uh, since well what we may have suspected back then about their sexuality and what we have found out since makes the entire thing so ironic cold and meaningless and the film itself is ironic cold and meaningless yeah, uh, I'll, I'll take nothing but trouble and watch that endlessly, uh, moment by moment, dear Lord. Anyways, next week on the Overnight Scape Central. Oh, this is the part where uh, I urge you to uh, join us. So get a, get a piece of paper and a pen because uh, you're going to write down this here email address and you're going to record something for next week's show because it's pretty much uh, uh, free parking. That's right. Anything goes. Uh, we need just an open space and uh, if you've got something to fill you've had a topic on your mind you just want to drivel a little you want to say hello you've got some comments this is it this is your golden opportunity uh the email address which you'll need first off is kpqr.torc at gmail.com the uh, deadline is uh, September 20th, which is next Tuesday, 2022. Get it to me by evening time, and uh, you will be certainly uh, guaranteed of being a participant in the next program. And I, like I say, I really wish you would. The more the merrier, and uh, there's really no restrictions. Um, yeah, promote yourself a little without going overboard. Uh that there's no real rules. I mean, if you're going to cuss, 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 I might have a problem with that. But other than that, go for it. Uh, express yourself because that's what makes this program unique is everybody gets to have their say, their way, uninterrupted more or less. Well, I'll, I, I might jump in, but I don't take anything out. And you can pick right up where you left off and if you ever want to follow up i said something about what you said that the, the dialogue is always open here uh so yeah once again kpqr.torc at gmail.com and uh and talk to me talk to me sweetheart the topic is free parking next week on the overnight scape central and um, i uh, before I get too much further into this, I must thank Doc Slees and Frank for making this a fun one. Um, and you for being here. And the ears, because uh, without ears, mouths serve no good. Well, I guess I can still eat, which is nice in and of itself. Yeah, we got to do another food show soon. Mm, P.Q. River loves food, that's for sure. Anyways, until the next time we meet, uh, well, thanks for being here, but uh, do join me and set the controls for the heart of the fun.